the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. At long last, we are inside the one-week mark on the upcoming midterm elections. So we are in the home stretch, and the home stretch began for U.S. Senate candidates Tim Ryan and J.D. Vance last night right here in the capital city at a Fox Town Hall hosted by Martha McCallum and Brett Baer. And we are pleased to violate our normal protocol of taking a guest in the first segment because when you can get the future, I hope, senator from the state of Ohio... J.D. Vance on the show. We'll take him right out of the shoot. J.D., thanks for coming on. And uh, before we get into the substance of last night's town hall, uh, I'm curious, why did you want to do it? Uh, because I felt like it was a risk giving Tim Ryan access to people that would be Fox watchers, Fox viewers, who would be predisposed to vote for you. Why did you decide to do it and give him access to your audience? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was a risk, and I actually... Uh, just to give you some of the background here, because it's interesting you ask. You know, we were originally supposed to do a debate, um, and, and I agreed to it probably six or so weeks ago. And I guess because of how the second debate went or whatever, Tim decided that he didn't want to do a debate. <laughs> and because we had already agreed to do it, um, you know, we, we sort of had this idea um, of doing a town hall. And I, 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 my attitude, frankly, was, look, if Tim Ryan doesn't want to do a debate, Let's not do anything. But on the other hand, the argument is, well, it gives you a good opportunity to talk to voters down the stretch. A uh, very big audience, obviously, something you don't normally get to do at a Senate race. So we decided to move forward with it. And i, I you know, I got to be honest, with, with the benefit of hindsight, I'm glad that we did because I think Tim had to answer for his record a little bit. I think that he was, he was in a crowd that was not necessarily buying the whole, I'm Tim Ryan, I'm an independent moderate shtick, which, of course, is false. Uh, and I also thought we got a good opportunity to talk to a lot of people. So all in all, a good night, and I'm glad we did it. Yeah, I think it was a good night for you, and I think it did uh, draw some very distinct differences between you and Tim Ryan. We're talking with J.D. Vance. You can follow J.D. on Twitter at J.D. Vance 1. His website is jdvance.com. Uh, I get, I'm wondering from a personal level. Like, I'm a competitive guy. You strike me as a competitive guy. Uh, a, a campaign like this may not start out contentious, but when you have a, an opponent who just repeatedly, I mean, I'll say it, you don't have to, he lies about his record and he lies about things he said in the past so frequently. I've got a list here. I just watched uh, him again and I've got a list here of five or six things that are just blatant falsehoods. Uh, is it hard to not have it feel personal as the campaign progresses? You know, I, I try to keep it as, as non-personal as possible. But look, I, I think the guys run a pretty shameful race. Uh, he's lied not just about his own record, but he's also told a lot of whoppers about me. Uh, so certainly there's some contentiousness there. I think you probably saw it in the debate that correct the record a little bit and really force him to answer uh, for some of his own misrepresentations. 
but you also, you know, you, you got to remember that it, it all, it's a political race. Uh, the political race will end. And the whole point of this here is not to beat Tim Bryan. It's to actually get there uh, and do some good for the people of Ohio. So I try to keep some, uh, some, some perspective about it, even though obviously we're in the heat of a pretty tough battle. J.D. Vance, our guest, running for Senate against Tim Ryan. The midterm election is Tuesday. Uh, I think the best thing you have going for you is his record and some of the people who have endorsed him. Randy Weingarten, uh, American Federation of Teachers, endorsed him. Uh, I wouldn't want that endorsement. Uh, you got the Tulsi Gabbard endorsement. That one I would want. Uh, do you think you guys have succeeded in tying Tim Ryan to what he has voted for under Joe Biden, which is you know pretty easy to do because it's everything. It's 100% of what Biden has asked him to do. He has followed it, and yet he runs as a moderate. Do you think you guys have, have communicated that message effectively to the voters in the state of Ohio? Well, it's obviously been one of the big goals of the campaign the last couple of months is to really hammer that message as much as possible. Uh, obviously, there's still some work to do. We've still got six days left, and we'll continue to press it on the airwaves and, and interviews and, uh, you know, in the, in, the, in the meetings and the town halls that we're doing today and the remainder of the campaign. But I do think that we've been pretty effective at getting that message out there. I mean, I, I don't talk to anybody who isn't aware of Tim Ryan's record when it comes to voting with Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi 100%. Uh, everybody's aware of his tax record. Everybody's aware of his spending record and his record on energy. So I, I do think that we've done the thing that we needed to do, which is make sure that Tim Ryan uh, is not able to define himself, you know, falsely as a moderate. But people know he's actually a very liberal congressman who's been a rubber stamp for a very broken administration. Yeah, and it just aggravates me to no end the the lies he tells. Like he said last night that Republicans killed the Joe Manchin permitting legislation. That was the squad that killed that. He couldn't get the mansion, couldn't get the Democrats in the House to go along with him. He said last night that a police officer, Capitol Police officer, was killed in the attack on January 6th, and the crowd pushed back on that big time. And he also said Roe versus Wade prevented third trimester abortions, which is just an outright blatant lie. Yeah, that's right. And he's also, you know, he himself has voted multiple times, I believe, but at least once for a piece of legislation that would do taxpayer funded mandated abortions on demand right up into the moment of birth. So that was a big flip-flop last night where he actually came out and finally said, we don't want late-term abortion on demand in this country. Um, It's really, really wild how much he's misrepresented his own record. I I guess it's politics. I will say, Bruce, I mean, look, you know, you you obviously have, have held his feet to the fire. A few other people have as well. But most of the statewide media has given this guy a complete pass. I mean, they never push him. They never ask him on his record. They never really say, well, if you say you believe this thing, why did you vote the exact opposite way two years ago? So we've had to do that job ourselves. But, again, I do think that we've done most of what we need to do, and we'll do the remainder of it over the next six days. J.D. Vance, our guest, campaigning for the uh, right to succeed Rob Portman in the U.S. Senate. It's a Republican seat now. we got to hold it, and hopefully we'll have a red wave across the country with other Republicans doing well in Senate races. And we don't want to get the cart ahead of the horse, but I'm excited about what the Senate could become with some new senators like yourself, Blake Masters, Herschel Walker, Adam Laxalt. I mean, I really think that uh, America's crying out for a new perspective and new leadership, and I think you guys can bring that to the table, but there's been some, uh, I guess, uh, speculation about how you guys will integrate with uh, Mitch McConnell. I think there's some sitting senators like Josh Hawley and Tom Cotton that you guys will fit in well with, but 
Uh, as you look forward in terms of governing, and hopefully uh, you're getting going to get the chance to do that, uh, what do you envision your role being in a Senate going forward next year? First, I agree with you, Bruce. I think there's a lot of good people who will come in. I, I do think we're going to have a red wave, not just here in Ohio, but all across the country. Uh, definitely some some fresh blood, right? I mean, people who haven't served their entire life in politics, who bring some business backgrounds, some, some other backgrounds, too. So I think we're going to have a great Senate caucus. I think we're going to get a lot done. And, and to me, really, this question of integration is, is about independence. Obviously, you know, you've got to do the work of the Senate. You sit on committees. You help draft legislation. There's a lot that you do day to day that won't change. But we need to be independent. We need to remember that we were sent by people who want us to really govern the country differently, not just from the last couple of years, uh, but but really to, to, to maybe chart a new course in the United States Senate. And, and we have to keep that in mind here. We, we can't give our vote card over to anybody. We can't be bullied by anybody. We have to do our job. Whoever the Senate leader is, we have to do our job. And I think that's exactly what we'll do. Final question for J.D. Vance. His Twitter is J.D. Vance 1. His website is jdvance.com. Uh, I know I want you guys to govern when you get there, and I think you got a lot of bad policies to, straight, to straighten out. But I also, J.D., think that uh, job one is getting to the bottom of this Homeland Security stuff that The Intercept exposed the other day, where they're using, yeah. uh, they're using like big tech to effectively eliminate free speech, monitor people's uh, social media, monitor people's comments. I mean, this is when a government can censor objection from its citizens, that government can do anything. And I said yesterday on the show, this was the case in Stalin and Lenin's Russia. This was the case with Mao and China. This is the case with Castro and Cuba. Every dictator everywhere has had that. And for the U.S. government to be using surrogates to do that on its behalf is I, I, is treasonous to me. Yeah, it's certainly a violation of the First Amendment. I think it raises a lot of tough, a lot of tough questions about the entanglement of big tech and the entire censorship regime um, at, at at DHS. I mean, look, uh, all of the things that we care about, Bruce, the border, taxes, regulations, energy policy, crime, none of this stuff will actually happen if we don't have a real country freely. And if the government is telling social media to censor these things, we can debate these things freely. So I agree with you. It's going to be a big focus of mine. I know Josh Hawley, who's a friend of mine, uh, you know, he's, he's been working on this stuff for a couple of years. But we need to do something about this, Bruce, because, look, we're going to win the majority. I really believe that. We need to act like we have the majority, not like a bunch of cowards who are terrified to do their job. J.D., thanks so much. Good luck on the campaign trail today, and good luck, obviously, next Tuesday. Appreciate your time. Thanks for it, Steve. There you go. J.D. Vance. Follow him on Twitter at J.D. Vance 1. Yeah, Ryan's lies last night were just infuriating. And another one he told uh, was about marijuana. And he's like, uh, he's, he said all nonviolent offenders should be out of jail. All nonviolent offenders. Well, that's child, that's, that's child predators. That's uh, child pornographers. <laughs> that's human traffickers. I mean, and then he goes, well, I mean marijuana. Well, then write it that way in the law. Like, say it that way. Being a senator is a job that has very specific requirements to it. You can't generalize. And it's not by accident that the Democrats generalize to ingrain their radicalism. We appreciate Kong, uh, Senator. Future Senator J.D. Vance. I was reading a story about Tim Ryan as a congressman, so I have that stuck in the back of my head. 
Uh, we will talk with Rob Walgate, American Policy Roundtable at noon. We'll find out if Rob Walgate and their nonpartisan site agrees that a midterm election is going to be good for Republicans. But let's go to the Fox Town Hall last night. And I want to play for you extended cuts of audio from Tim Ryan and his interchange with the audience and his interchange with Martha McCallum and Brett Baer. Now you say, why? Why? You're a J.D. Vance guy. Why would you pay? You asked J.D. Vance. Why would he give Ryan access to likely Vance voters? Why would you play Ryan audio? Because the more Tim Ryan talks, the more obvious it is that he's playing a role here. Like, see, Halloween is an extended holiday for Tim Ryan. Ever since he declared for Senate, he's been in costume. He's been in costume as a Trump-supporting moderate, and sometimes a Trump-cheering independent. But the trouble is, when you've spent two decades in Congress, you've had to, at some point in time, take a stand, say things, advocate for things. And that's why you saw more pushback last night from Martha McCallum and Brad Baer. When Tim Ryan would say something, they would follow it up. And it's interesting, uh, Daryl Rowland, who used to work for the Dispatch uh, and now is working at ABC6 here in town, Daryl Rowland tweeted last night, oh, the Fox hosts aren't pushing back on anything J.D. Vance says. They're just letting him give a campaign speech. Well, he doesn't have a record of saying things that his campaigning has contradicted. Tim Ryan has a long list of those things. And so... It might be a foreign concept to Daryl since he spent most of his career at the dispatch. And I know, you know, they don't, they're not in the habit of ever pushing back on any interview subject saying anything that's incorrect, particularly if that interview subject is a Democrat. But this is a common practice among real journalists. And so when McCallum and Bear would hear Ryan say something that wasn't supported by something he said in the past, they would call him out on it. Okay, so let's go. Here's the first question. First question last night that Tim Ryan got from a woman in the audience. Can you look me in the face and tell me that government expenditures on green energy subsidies through the Inflation Reduction Act that increase our national debt are in any way lessening my burden at the gas station and the grocery store? I, I could not say that right now in the present moment. I think the investments that were coming in to the Inflation Reduction Act, especially what we did in natural gas, there was a huge natural gas component in the Inflation Reduction Act, which I supported and worked to get in there. I think natural gas is the bridge fuel that we need to move forward. Okay, so they cut him a break right there because as soon as he said, I can't promise you that right now, I would have butted in and I would have said, so, at a time when inflation was over 8% already, you thought it was a good idea to bet on a way-down-the-road benefit to the tune of spending $700 billion, $700 billion additional dollars while we have 8% inflation. They did not ask him that, but that was a question that should have been asked. Here's Brett Baer's follow-up to the woman's question and Tim Ryan's answer. Your party is not there. Your party overall is not there. You have voted with your party 
your critics say, 100% of the time. So you may push for those things, as Senator Manchin has, but your party overall is not there and is in control. We've got too too many politics happening. Look, I I helped get the natural (laughs) gas provisions in the Inflation Reduction Act. I publicly supported Senator Manchin's permitting bill to streamline permitting. It was the Republicans, Brett, that deep-sixed the permitting bill. He was able to get almost every Democrat aligned. Well, not so much. So Ryan had gone into his long thing about natural gas and fracking and blah, 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 blah. And Brett Baer's like, well, your party's not there. They're not supporting your effort to get more natural gas out of Ohio because, you know, green, 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 green. And Tim Ryan said, well, you know, I was in support of uh, permitting allowances that Joe Manchin supported. Remember, that's why Manchin flipped, remember, to support the Inflation Reduction Act because he was going to get permitting allowances, thus making it easier to drill for domestic energy. Except Manchin didn't get those things, did he? No, he didn't. Chuck Schumer couldn't get the votes. And nor could Nancy Pelosi get the votes. And the reason why permitting failed was not because Republicans wouldn't support it, because you might have heard of a little thing called uh, the American Rescue Plan. That was Joe Biden's one point something trillion expenditure in March. What do the Democrats always say about that when they're hyping the American Rescue Plan, which they haven't done during the campaign because... It is why we have rampant inflation right now. But when they touted it before it blew up in inflation, because these things take a couple months, what did the Democrats always say about the infl- the uh, the uh, American Rescue Plan? It passed with no Republican support. No Republican support. So I have a question. If all Democrats in unity can pass the American Rescue Plan, and they can pass pretty much everything they've passed, with Democratic support, how is it they couldn't pass permitting? Oh, they didn't have unanimity on Democratic support because the squad in the House, AOC and her other green freaks, would not go along with the permitting allowances. So Tim Ryan is lying to you when he says, oh, it's the Republicans who stopped that. There might have been Republicans who weren't going to vote for it because they didn't want to give Joe Manchin a victory lap for selling out America and skyrocketing inflation. But the record proves Democrats have control of what? The Senate with Kamala's tie-breaking vote and the House, a five-seat majority. They can pass anything they want to if they're all in unison. So for Ryan to say it didn't pass because of Republicans is a lie is a flat-out lie, and he knows it. And I'm disappointed in Brett Baer and Martha McCallum that they did not point that out because Democrats have the majorities in both houses, and they can pass anything they want to pass. If they wanted to pass fracking or allowances on fracking and natural gas and building up domestic energy, they could do it. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.